Hello, dear viewers, and welcome to Six Degrees of Connection. Our program is designed to reach people from all around the world through social media. This is a project that has been moving and moving along for quite some time. We are here to connect with other countries, their cultures, their lives, and what they would like to see in a world of today, of creative society. So today, we're in Sudan, we're in Egypt, and we're in Ethiopia. Wow. So I would like to introduce my co-host, Yelena. Take it away. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's so inspiring that we start to meet, meet each other in real time here and now, talking to each other about a society we all want to live in. Uh, my name is Elena, I'm participant of Alatra International Moving and it's an honor for me uh, to be here with you. And uh, our co-host today is also Olga. Hello Olga. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Olga from Russia, and uh, today we are having our project uh, basically as a continuation of a series of conversations that we started already on Alatra TV. And we are making interviews with different people from all over the world, asking for their opinion. How do they see and want to see and how, uh, based on their experience, to implement a new progressive uh, model of society, creative society. And today also we have, um, as Leslie mentioned, uh, three countries. So we are traveling simultaneously to three beautiful countries of the River Nile, Ethiopia, Sudan, and Egypt. And let me introduce the guests uh, of today's broadcast. We have uh, uh, Sidik uh, from Sudan. Maybe also Sidik can uh, introduce himself. Uh, Sidik, maybe you can unmute your microphone because we can't hear you unless you unmute yourself. And we will be fine, yes, to hear uh, your voice. He is still muted. I think so. Mm. Yes. Uh, Sidik, you can just uh, unmute yourself, please. So, because now we can't hear you, it's impossible for us even um, to hear you properly. Okay, we'll come back to Sidik in the in a minute, and maybe Abazer, uh, also from um, Sudan, can introduce uh, himself, please. Okay, hello everybody, it is me, brother. I'm um, from Sudan, Khartoum, the capital city of Sudan. Hi everyone. Uh, I am Abadir Abbas, Abadir Abbas. I am a teacher of English language and social studies, history and geography. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Sudan has uh, a lot of uh, history, right? Uh, very much, a lot of uh, history that uh, 
like we, we studied this in actually the schools on but the, 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 the history the real history that we know and the real information that are exposed to after uh, we dig it alone as uh, Olga was here once in Sudan that people uh, know the history of Sudan 100 years or maybe 200 years but we have so much uh, older than that Certainly, certainly. And uh, also, uh, and also, I think now Stidik uh, has uh, uh, tried to to turn on the microphone. So, Stidik, maybe you can also introduce yourself, please, if you don't mind. He had to mute himself again. Um, uh, yes. Are you using? Are you using your Bluetooth? If you're using your Bluetooth, turn it off and just use your phone or your microphone. We still can't hear you. Yes, so let us maybe come to Amaima because also we have a representative from Egypt uh, today with us. So Amaima, if you hear us, maybe you can introduce yourself, please. Hey, hello, everybody. My name is Maima Sadiq. I'm 20 years old. And uh, actually, I'm from Sudan, but I live in Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm studying in Classical Business College, and I'm volunteering on Care Egypt. OK, great, uh, great to have you with us today. And I think also we have uh, Kibur by the representative from Ethiopia. Uh, Kibur, maybe you can introduce yourself. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Um, thank you for having me. I am Kubur Baye from Ethiopia. Um, I was a teacher uh, at a refugee camp um, in Gambilla, Ethiopia, and also Asusa in Ethiopia. And currently, I am studying um, masters in intercultural conflict management in Germany, Berlin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I think you're wearing the traditional Ethiopian uh, clothes, are you? Uh, exactly. <laughs> traditional clothes um, that uh, has been used and is being used actually uh, in the northern part of Ethiopia, in Gondar and also in Wollo Sokota. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, know that they're also wearing it here in the States as well. <laughs> Um, to represent my country and also my culture. <laughs> mm, certainly. And uh, now maybe we can make our last attempt uh, to try to ask Sidik. Uh, Sidik, if you hear us, maybe you can uh, try to, to introduce yourself. Unmute your microphone again, Sidik. Because we can't hear you. Mm. You have to unmute again. Uh, maybe we can do like this because also I know that technical support has prepared to us some photos, so we maybe can uh, discuss this. And uh, since Abazer and Sidik are now in uh, Khartoum, so maybe Abazer can make a call to Sidik uh, and try to help him out. Leslie, what do you think? So we can think start with. Here. 
discussing. Yes, finally, finally, yeah. Hello, it's me, Sardeg Mahdeen. I am from Sudan, 27 years old. Um, I am a graduate of Sudan University, Doctor of Economic and Social Studies. And um, like I'm also working at the Central Bank of Sudan. And also I'm a lecturer at university, so Sudan Academy for Business and Finance. So that's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, so maybe we can, uh, technical support can show to us some photos about uh, Egypt, Sudan and Ethiopia and we can comment on them. Yes, now we can see. You can see them on the main uh, uh, stream icon. Uh, these pictures. So please tell us what we're looking at right now. <laughs> so, um, have you asked me a question? Yes, if you recognize any place uh, on the photos uh, that we are looking at now, this is our technical support. Uh, um uh photos which they prepared for us so uh it, like uh, should i change the place yes please And I think it's very uh, beautiful nature. And for me, I have, I could, it could be also uh, a photo from Ethiopia. It could be a photo of Sudan, uh, but I don't know. Maybe Kibur can uh, can recognize some of the animals over there because uh, I don't know from where they come from, from where this photo could be, or yes. maybe even from Egypt. Yeah, I can I recognize um, the mini lake Dukula to the left. Um, it's an endemic animal in Ethiopia, and also the zebra might be in Nitsar Park. No. <laughs> this might be, I'm not exactly sure, in the Seminfam Mountains, maybe. Okay, all right. Wow, so beautiful. So describe to us. Yeah, can someone describe to our viewers uh, what countries uh, this ethnic gulf uh, closes? Maybe it's from Sudan or? Omaima, is it Sudan? Is it how women were closed in Sudan? Uh, you, we, we need to un unmute Omaima. Yeah. Omaima, can you please share with us? So, just I, I, I'm, I'm here in Egypt and I don't know really about Sudan more. Just uh, I know, um, like, we were in Tob Sudani. I, I can't describe it and I can't describe how we wear it. But uh, but I know that we were in in in, um, in holidays, and when we get when girls get married, wearing uh, Toba Sudan. But but I can't describe it real. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. And this culture, is it from Egypt? Is this Ethiopia I'm looking at or is it Sudan? It's so, uh, it's so beautiful, so it, it could be from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is Tulada baboon, uh, which is found in Ethiopia, and also they are endemic animals, and also Metasar yeah, Park, and camels from afar. Yeah, it is lovely. <laughs> mm -hmm. This picture is really from Ethiopia, for sure. Yeah. So what animals did we see? Attila the baboon and zebra. Uh, yes, this is from Ethiopia, a picture from Ethiopia, which is one of um, the world heritage listed by UNESCO to the right, and also ancient crosses. On the top right corner, um, yeah, yeah, this is a picture from Ethiopia as well. It is really beautiful. Wow. And up in the uh, left corner there, what, what was that actually, the artifact there? Uh, come again? The uh, silver uh, colored um, artifact in the top left corner. That kind of cross um, in the ancient Orthodox Christianity. Yeah, mm -hmm. ladies uh, can wear it as a jewelry in their neck, um, like a necklace. Mm -hmm. The ancient cross type. Nice. And this is a beautiful uh, landscape in Ethiopia. Um, to the right, it is the fountain of um, Abai. It's nice. Um, and yeah, as you the Nile River, which is the longest river in the world and to the bottom the colorful view is from afar the loss depression and also the volcanic eruption which is really colorful and amazing interesting to view um yeah uh, from afar ethiopia and uh, to the right on the top at the middle it is salmon mountain landscape uh, Salmon Mountain is the tallest mountain in Ethiopia. It has a highest of 600 meters. And we have lots of uh, amazing endemic animals. Yeah. Wow. I never knew Egypt had such. Wow, that's beautiful. Ethiopia. Thank you so much for, for giving an idea to our viewers about uh, your country, because uh, now in the time of the um, restricted uh, movement, uh, the only chance we have just uh, to have these uh, online conversations and to get to know to the country more is to having these face-to-face um, talks. And um, uh, now we are coming to our second part of our broadcast uh, of today is a creative society and uh, maybe we can also ask uh, our guests um, what is for them creative society and uh, how do they see it a buzzer 
Can I ask you please to describe uh, the perfect society you would love to live in? What is it important? What is important for you in a society where you and your family are happy? Very well. Uh, the Sudanese people actually are uh, famous by their generosity. If many of you heard about uh, about that, and some of you even uh, came to Sudan. They are very, very uh, famous by their generosity, of course, uh, sharing each other's food and uh, support. Uh, even sometimes when you ask someone uh, street for something, directly will, will, will help you without a hesitation. Maybe some of you experienced it. Uh, but as, as I see, we need more to organize the, the creativity, and the, the actions and the activities that we do in our society here in Sudan. Uh, as my family, I, I would like to live in, in, in such society, of course, with some uh, organizing part, with some uh, organizations such as ALTRA, for example, we can have uh, the help that we, we need and uh, to, to, to organize our, what we do as, as a society and stuff. Uh, and actually, really, I, I invite you, all of you, to, uh, to come to Sudan and to see this by yourself and to feel this uh, by yourself from uh, America. Much Ethiopian people know this, and by the way, some of Many of them, that, by the way, they share the same tribes and the local activities that we do. Uh, Egyptian also, as well as uh, we share all of us the River Nile. Of course, many uh, many activities that we do together. But uh, as Sudanese uh, say, uh, we have very effective and active community. Mm. Mainly, we need to organize these activities. Okay, okay. Thank you, Abbasid, for your ideas. And Omaima, can I ask you, please, to share your vision of society where you personally and maybe your family and friends uh, feel yourself uh, good, safe, and happy? What is what are key uh, important things in society for you? I just, I'm really sorry, but my internet connection is very weak. Can you just say, uh, tell me what you say? I'm so sorry. Yeah, sure, sure. We can we can hear you well, Omaima. I just asked you a question about, could you please share with us with ideas uh, of uh, uh, what key things in society are important for you to live happy life? What is a creative society for you? Uh, I guess just uh, the creative is working together to make a world and make societies better. Uh, yeah, use our difference to let um, people uh, look each other, love each other, and support each other. Uh, I guess just like that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Who else want to give any ideas and guys maybe you can share and add something yes um the the um reality of 
our dream uh, of a creative society was in all our hearts and minds when we were born. And I think as adults and um, creating this environment to talk about that peace and that joy that we had when we were kids and having the courage to speak out about it and say it and feel it, you know, when you're a child and to have grown up as an adult and not being so focused on peace and love and just going to work every day and doing all the other stuff and not remembering as a child that you had a dream of a peaceful, loving society. And now being an adult and being able to speak your mind, speak your dreams, speak your thoughts as you were when you were a child to people all around the world that feel the way you do is an amazing thing. And it is something that we can all have in a society, sharing, caring, and loving each other's differences, loving each other's cultures, loving the environment we live in and having so much more respect for the environment we live in and realizing that it was created for everyone. And the, we are all a part of it. And we make the energy, we create the energy. That makes I think it we uh, we are making our future right now. <laughs> seems to be. Yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We Thank are. you so much, Leslie, for this um, actually um, explanation and um, what is creative society for you. And uh, maybe we can also ask Kibur, who is wearing very nice uh, Ethiopian uh, uh, shirt. What is uh, creative society for you also? Thank you, Olga, for your compliment. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a creative society for me is a society for working for every individual, every group member in the society. Um, a creative society is a society who has um, right to grant a life of a single individual is valued. Uh, yeah, as Leslie rightly said, um, a creative society is a society who shares um, they have in love and also you know? Yeah, that is the most important thing for me. Um, there is nothing else in ours that is valued than human life. So yeah, that is what a creative society, I believe. I think you you are talking about first a lot of foundations maybe yeah so it's one of the first a lot of foundation the value of human life right exactly yeah. yeah so maybe our technical support team can show to us now on the screen uh, uh, all uh, eight a lot of foundations for us to have a look because uh, uh, Kibur just mentioned the first one but we have also seven uh, uh, like other a lot of foundations that help us to build the creative society so if technical support uh, can be so kind uh, to display now them on the screen for us to have a look
And while we are waiting uh, for technical support, uh, maybe we can also ask uh, Sidik, uh, what is Creative Society for you? Uh, Sidik, uh, do you hear us now? Actually, we are seeing eight values of um, our project. Okay. Hello. 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 Hi, Sidik. Yes, we're just uh, watching now our eight a lot of foundations. And uh, after this, you maybe comment. Sidik, yeah. so what is Creative Society for you and uh, uh, which out of these eight a lot of foundations that uh, our technical support has just uh, demonstrated to us um, uh, resonated with you most of all, so to say? Uh, Sidik, we can't hear you. Maybe you can unmute yourself, please, because, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's about uh, poor internet connection with Sidik. Uh, so, can I ask, please, a question? Uh, Um, Abbasar, could you please um, could you please mute yourself? Because there is a, a big noise. Abbasar, you can hear me, yeah? Uh, I just wanted to ask uh, you guys that if we as human beings, we all want to live a peaceful and happy life, uh, how can we do, um, what steps can each of us do in order to make this life on the planet? Could you please share your ideas and uh, maybe it will help to someone who is listening right now. Abazar, could you please give your opinion? Okay, of course. The, the first um, step that we need to, to take on forward, of course, is uh, to guarantee for ourselves safety. Where from my own experience, that when you wake up at the morning, the very thing that your mind search about is your health, is your safety, okay? So the first stage is you guarantee for you and your family safety. Uh, after that, uh, health, of course. Uh, and I'm talking, of course, from my experience, from my experience that I live. Uh, of course, this might not be uh, like uh, 
happy or happening to all people by now because we have different communities and societies in the broadcasts today. Uh, but as I say, the stages and uh, the steps, uh, safety and health. Then uh, the peace of mind, like uh, you, you think freely without any interruption. Like you, if you want to organize your thoughts or something, uh, you need to have a uh, like safe place or uh, other, uh, I want to say, a quiet place. Quiet place. Uh, so this is what I, uh, I can say. You guarantee D3 for, uh, for, for, for me, I think this is good start. Yeah, thank you. I think maybe it's a third Alatra Foundation because uh, uh, let me read it to you, uh, human safety and uh, no one and nothing in society has the right to create threats to the life and freedom of a human because uh, if we don't feel safe, if we don't uh, feel secure, it's very hard to think about something else. So that's why we put it as fundamental uh, pillar of the creative society, uh, human safety. Because without safety, uh, it's very difficult to move on. That's why I totally support um, uh, our speaker from Sudan that uh, uh, human safety is essential for, create, for creating society. And uh, I think now Sidik uh, is with us also, like, do you hear us? Maybe you can also tell us what do you think about creative society based on your background? Because as we, uh, we know, you are economists and working in the bank. So maybe how do you see a creative society based on your profession? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, before answering this question, I would like us to give like, an overview about Sudan first because we did not like talk about Sudan. So uh, like Sudan is one of the, the, it is the third like biggest country in Africa from the size also in our world after like uh, uh, Algeria, um, Saudi Arabia, and Arab world, and after also uh, Algeria and Democratic Republic of Congo in, in Africa. So the population in Sudan, or the number of population, there's three millions. The number of population is after like uh, the uh, separation of uh, South Sudan, and there are like. Uh, 175 languages or polyglots in Sudan are widely spread in different regions, in Darfur states, in east of Sudan, uh, also in north of Sudan, south Sudan, and also like uh, Sudan is full of like uh, beautiful places, landscape, uh, also resources, and uh, one of the great people says that uh, the Sudan itself has a name, and like the abbreviation of Sudan, like comes as S for solidarity, and U for unity, D for diversity, A for activity, for national patriotism for Sudanese people and entire world. So everybody is welcome to Sudan. Our neighbors from Syria, from Egypt, from Europe. From
you've lost the connection. I think you started a very interesting uh, observation that uh, how to decipher Sudan. Starting with solidarity. Yeah. I'm sure that in the creative society, uh, all of us will have uh, equal opportunities and good uh, internet because uh, I'm just yes. uh, looking at the, <laughs> a lot of foundations. And uh, what actually resonates with me most of all, if I may answer this question that I asked, if I may answer it by myself, we actually uh, justice and equality, the seventh a lot of foundations, because uh, it actually says that natural resources belong to a human and are fairly distributed among all the people. And monopolization of resources and their irrational use is prohibited. And these resources are fairly distributed among all the citizens of the entire earth. So basically, all the resources belong to humanity because humanity, is, I mean, we are all living on one planet. So internet, gas, I don't know, oil, uh, solar energy, whatever it comes, should be equally distributed in all our planet equally. I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> Let's comment on the second Alatra Foundations because we are... <laughs> You are just yes. experience the situation. That's true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think it's very, very pertinent. This seventh foundation. Abaza, what, what do you think, and Amaima exactly, and uh, Kibor about the seventh Alanta foundation? Yeah, maybe about Amaima take, yeah, take, take words. Amaima, can you hear us? Yeah, of course, it's, it's one of foundations uh, of our product broadcast today, justice and equality. I get there is no, uh, no justice and no equality in Middle East. Uh, mm -hmm. Just uh, in Middle East, your access uh, of, uh, sorry, of all um, services like, like education, like hills, like resource, uh, depending of, of how many you have how many you have uh, how many or, or how much you have the money uh, mm. i'm so sorry just i'm, I'm feeling stressed because it's first time to me to be in broadcast i'm talking by english so i'm so sorry uh just let me uh, complete my speech that uh, yeah like all your services uh, like education like resource like hills uh, if you have the money, you will get it. If you have, you don't. So we have not equality. We have not uh, justice in, in Middle East. Mm. This is uh, how our consumer society is nowadays. That uh, unfortunately, it's true uh, what you just said, and uh, this is the reason why we are changing this format of relations uh, of the community because. Uh, Everybody feels it's becoming, uh, let's say, obsolete. It's becoming uh, non-rational. These relations are becoming, I mean, um, actually are destroying us. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And, and I you also to... stand for equal rights. Um, yeah, totally agree with you. And uh, it's not only about Middle East, you know, in any country you can see this inequality. And uh, I traveled so much and I spent almost three years in the UK. And it, for me, it seems to be seemed to be like a rich country, but I was disappointed that even there you can meet uh, people who live in the street. So, you know, there is justice. I need, we need, and I, I'm so happy that we just started this conversation uh, to each other, it doesn't matter what skin color, what culture, big background, we as human being, we just start asking questions and uh, start uh, looking for a solution and claiming that uh, we really want to live in a better world. And so great to hear each of you. Abazar, maybe you also want to add something. I would like to add uh, to Omayla's point, that there is no uh, justice and equality in having education. Mm. Uh, this is the main problem that we are suffering from, of course. And uh, not only this, I want to add more that after you have education and good education, that you don't have enough opportunities to, um, to activate what you have learned. So uh, you find yourself that uh, having less opportunities than others, based on many factors of course and problems. And then you go and travel searching about the opportunities in other places, maybe even you immigrate to other countries to, to find more opportunities maybe. And this is what we are suffering from here in our community. We don't have um, equality in uh, getting education. And for those who uh, struggle and have their education, uh, they don't stay because they are not appreciated enough. So they travel um, to have their opportunities uh, in other places. So opportunities such as this, uh, as uh, Alatra Foundation is opening this conversation, I find it's a great opportunity for me to express myself, to talk about Sudan, my own country, to talk about uh, my community, what I can do in my society. Uh, we, are we, are, we are having lack of uh, opportunities such as this. So uh, from here, I want really deeply thank you guys, Latra uh, Foundation. Thank you very much for, for this opportunity. And we are asking you to have, uh, to give us more opportunities like this. We have very creative people uh, here in Sudan who are just having two examples, or so maybe see with uh, Maina's league, uh, but we are having fantastic young people who are willing to share their uh, experience and ideas, but they don't have just the opportunity, only the opportunity to express themselves. Thank you, Abazar. Very inspiring to hear that. And I just want to tell our viewers uh, that uh, the international public movement, Talatra, is um, a community of volunteers. So people in free from their work time, they are just uh, trying to contribute to better tomorrow. They are doing it from their pure heart. And uh, anyone who is interested, who feels that he wants to 
also uh, do something good to this world also can join and yeah you're right that in the whole world in each country we have so many talented people and people of a good will who really want to as you just said very interesting you mentioned very interesting topic people have knowledges and they just need opportunity to activate these knowledges to contribute to their countries to their uh, to their planet and it's and most people in the world they feel this pleasure of giving of uh, doing something good thank you for telling that i'm also taking the chance to actually maybe uh, to invite a buzzer and uh, uh, the other guests of uh, Sudan and Ethiopia and Egypt to take part in our projects because uh, this project, Creative Society, is not the only one that we have in Alatu International Public Movement, but we have also project, uh, for example, Science of Time, where everyone can be a reporter and find a good, uh, I don't know, and interesting um, uh, artifact or monument uh, to, to cover and to make a small uh, uh, I don't know, a video about it and uh, share it. We have also a project Breaking News, Climate Control, where we are also inviting people to, um, to give us an idea how the news with climate uh, in their respective country. It's very easy to join us. And uh, also I think now, now uh, we have finally Sidik with us uh, who came back to, uh, to answer the question that we were posing to him five minutes ago. I don't know if Sidik, uh, can he ask to finish his speech or, or not? Sidik. Come on, Sidik. Okay. <laughs> we are yeah, because you. he was saying to us such an uh, inspiring uh, deciphering uh, of uh, Sudan, what the each letter stands for. If you maybe you can please explain to us. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can hear me well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, first of all, let me define the term the creative uh, society. Uh, from the from the word itself, if we just define it to words, creativity means something that unique that people come up to like to move forward. So like, uh, and then creative society, society means unity where people share each other like resources, ideas, also like uh, happiness, sadness, everything shared among uh, uh, people. And I will talk about uh, like uh, two objectives from the eight, the first one is about uh, human life, um, and the second one is about uh, 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 human safety. So human life is crucial, is so important, and in order, like, to reach the point of utopia, as they say, so we need to collaborate. We need to help each other. Uh, it, it is said that. In terms of resources as economists, let me just uh, talk about this. Uh, the resources of the world, like 80% of the resources of the world are dominated by 20% of the 
wealthy people in the world. While 20% of the resources of the world are owned by 80% of the population of the world. So here, it is unfair. We have millions of, millions of people die because of starvation. We have war in everywhere. This is due to misunderstanding. So we need to reach, like, uh, we need to move out of this complex zone. We need to secure everyone. Like your identity should be humanity. It shouldn't be like something else. So uh, here in, 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 in Sudan, for instance, um, I've, I've done recently research in the area of the environmental economy, specifically in the area of uh, uh, iron or steel scrap recycling. So the, the title of the research uh, is about the impact of steel scrap recycling on sustainable development. And when we talk about this, so in, the, in terms of sustainability, here this is the responsibility of the current generation, whether in Sudan, Egypt, Ethiopia, or whatever. To, uh, it's about meeting the demands of the current generation, satisfying the current generation without affecting the, the coming generation to satisfy the needs and their uh, desires. So, uh, and like I've done a survey, and I found that I've taken like a, like a sum about 50 uh, persons. So I found that 90, oh, uh, uh, 98 percent of the uh, of this sample are not educated. Most of them have a basic education only. They are, like you can say, they haven't taken like postgraduate or graduate, or they haven't even been in, in university. So they said that we joined this like field in this cup trade because we're not educated. So we're not like satisfied with what we are doing. So and uh, I asked them, what is the main uh, like hope that we have? They said we would like to educate our children. We want to sacrifice by ourselves in order to educate our children, not to have them uh, like uh, situation that we got now. So it is our responsibility. So we have to provide like a, a free education, and as they say, our fathers need food, our minds need also to be uh, nourished, like through plastic clothes. And if we do not like get, if we just get junk food with inactive clothes, then like uh, we are going to have a sick body and mind as well. So uh, resources should be utilized to satisfy all citizens, not just a few number of And this is not just in Sudan, but it should be all over the world. So we need to secure everyone. Why, why people die because of hunger? Why children are not eating? So if the future generation asks us a single question, what have you prepared? What else? We prepared nothing, we prepared conflicts, we prepared things that like negative things. So we have to make a like, positive background. We have to prepare for the future generation positive environment, like in order to 
believe. And as they say, what is impossible for individual will be possible for all of us. So we need to make the impossible possible. And this is my point of view. Mm. Thank you so much, uh, Civic, for this um, observation, because uh, that is what you just said. What is uh, impossible for one person is becoming totally feasible for everyone. And uh, exactly, I mean, uh, these temporary solutions that are offered to us within this consumer format of relations that we are coming to a country and we are giving fin financial assistance or uh, some food to people, but of course you still be hungry. So. Uh, there is an expression, I think, uh, and many of you know about this, that uh, uh, in order to, uh, <laughs> to uh, not to fight the hunger, but uh, to forget about hunger in the world, we should uh, teach how to fish, uh, not to give uh, the fish to, to the people, because uh, within this uh, format of relations of the consumer society, these solutions do not work, because if... Um, uh, of course, uh, someone gives uh, food and the person will be hungry, but uh, what will be tomorrow? <laughs> this is the question. And maybe Leslie? some... We're talking... talking I guess it is like you're talking about the book of, uh, that says, don't give me fish, but teach me how to fish. This is like uh, what's supposed to be implemented in the world. But unfortunately, like uh, at present, nobody uh, applies or implements. So we, we can implement this uh, ideology. But now we've got like a technology. So instead of utilizing and using technology in, in a better way, in helping humanity, now we are putting, we are jeopardizing the life of humanity. We're like putting human beings in danger. For instance, millions of people lost their jobs due to like robots. Uh, so uh, where the sense of humanity? When you just like replace human beings with robots, where is the social responsibility? Where the sense of humanity with the person who implements such ideology? So those people who are who are not who are replaced by robots, they will be they will have psychological disorders. Then they will be financially insecure. This will lead them to be like like to commit maybe crimes. And they said that do not ask empty billing about loans. Uh, and this is because of like uh, negative people. We need to change this uh, uh, for positive. So uh, I, I believe that technology could be utilized in a better way if we have the sense of humanity, if we, if we become like selfless rather than uh, 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 selfish. It's not about owning money. It's about sharing the responsibility, like enjoying resources together. So you can't be happy if a human being is uh, an employee or if a human is sick. And like, you can't be a human being that you don't know and you don't give your hand. 
this is not us as human beings. This is something else. So as, as, as human beings, we need to work hard to achieve what we are looking for. And I believe that everything could be achieved if we have a desire to, to change. And then as Obama says, like a change won't come if we wait for somebody to change. We are the change that we are waiting for. So let's be the change. Thank this you. Thank you. It sounds so inspiring. And you know, uh, when you talk about children and about all this inequality, it touches me deeply because I'm a mother of three kids and I'm really worried about uh, the future. And uh, I want to do everything I can to create a good tomorrow for them. And uh, I want uh, to know and be sure that if they have a need, uh, people around will help. And also, I want them to be humans and uh, to not to turn from uh, others in need. So um, I, I also I also support it, and uh, I think that each normal human being uh, also stands for that. And uh, I really believe that we together really can create uh, this society we are just talking about. And also, I want to give uh, to ask Kebur about uh, any comments yes thank you so much um yeah i would like to add um, as i have mentioned one of the eight foundations of creative society earlier um so as i believe um, human life is the most important thing and it is one of the first um foundation of creative society uh, so, uh, when I go back to Ethiopia, um, there is currently a war going on and on November 19, um, the Tigray People Liberation Front uh, killed around, around 600 civilians who were not involved in the war and I condemn that massacre. Um, it is really sad uh, to hear such um, uh, horrifying news about uh, mothers, kids, and innocent people. Um, actually, this TPLF or Tigray People Liberation Front uh, was the one who were governing this country for the last 30 years. And they brought this ethnic federalism who is responsible for the segregation people and now we are really in a risky of failure state uh, this ethnic federalism brought uh, hostility between ethnic groups and division and um, yeah the polarization is really high but um, as we can uh, see we can stand together for the well-being of human people, for the life of innocent people, and for the life of everyone, we can start um, lighting, uh, lightening a single candle rather than blaming darkness. It is just a quote. It says, it is better to light a candle rather than cursing the darkness. So we are uh, in a challenging situation currently, but we can yeah, uh, improve it, we can change it, uh, especially elites and educated people should um, stand 
against those who are cruel and who are killing people's innocent people's innocent lives. And I would like to comment um, yeah, on this uh, project that you are doing. It is really amazing because it motivates every individual who hides um, behind the truth and yeah, it is interesting. So yeah, that's what I want to mention. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kibur. Uh, this is um, actually what uh, happens, unfortunately, as uh, we all are living in the times of the crossroads. Uh, crossroads, it's where basically ours, the times where our civilization is making the, the choice which uh, road to take, uh, either to basically continue in these consumer relations and come to self-destruction or to create a new trend by these conversations, by talking to your uh, families, uh, to your friends, to create a trend to popularize the human life, the human qualities, the value of human life. So uh, the future generations who are coming after us will be proud uh, that we actually build this uh, community as a creative society, a human community for them, so that they will not encounter wars, that they will not encounter hunger, uh, I don't know, deficit in anything in uh, life essential. So this is what we are doing now, and maybe technical support can show to us the first Alatra Foundation on the screen. This is what Igor um, has started uh, his speech. And uh, maybe we can read it. So for us, um, for everyone, that uh, human life is the highest value, undoubtedly. And the uh, life of any human has to be protected as one's own. And the goal of society is to ensure and guarantee the value of each human life. And why? Because if one human is valuable, then all humans are valuable. And um, also, it's, I think it's very easy to join us in the uh, upcoming uh, telebridges. And uh, maybe our technical support can be so kind to show us uh, uh, also how to join us on the screen. Yeah, this is how our uh, uh, website looks like. We have uh, this red button where it says join. And Kibur maybe can share it with uh, your friends. Abbasar can share this information with uh, his friends. And Siddiq will share this information uh, with his friends, me, Leslie, and Elena. Uh, and this is how we are building this uh, creative society and changing uh, the world uh, here and now. Yeah, thank you all. I want to say once again that it's an honor for me to be here with you guys to get it and to feel that there are actually no boundaries between uh, you and me and uh, we all are just a big human family and uh, everyone who was uh, talking today about these important values I think uh, uh, that uh, if we ask each person on the planet we will feel the same we feel that this is something um, we need to change right now and to change in a peaceful and nice manner just to uh, yes make a trend for moral values for happiness for support and uh, thank you so much for being with us and uh, it's so inspiring just to be together and uh, 
feel that we really are one. Uh, let me just uh, remind you that we are currently at our information stage because there are three stages of implementation of creative society and with current technology it's super easy the first is informational stage where we are uh, spreading this idea spreading this message among our friends colleagues and uh, our loved ones second is political stage where we create a demand for a change this is what uh, we want to implement in the society and uh, uh, politicians, they are the ones who are implementing uh, basically uh, um, what people uh, have in mind and what people want, uh, because we are the ones who are voting for them. And the third stage, it's a world referendum. So that's why it will help all uh, if uh, you can share uh, this information about creative society with people around. Yeah, and please invite your friends, please invite your, invite your colleagues and relatives for discussion. I, I just want to say something. Because everyone matters and every opinion matters. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. please. Oh, may I say something? Yes, yes, Sidik, yes, yes. Yes, sure, sure. Uh, thank you so much for finding people who care about the future uh, generation. And I, this is the single thing that can be provided for future generation. And as I said, it is our responsibility, everyone's responsibility to, to care about the, the coming generation. We need to provide a better future for them. So they say the, the, the history of the future the present. So we need to uh, work hard and I promise as Oliga, you've been in Sudan and EDC you've presented last year here. So uh, I'm going to make a workshop and I'm, I'm like also teaching English at uh, English Education Center. So and I thought about four Southern students since 2017 up to today. And also at university, so I will attend. Like, uh, so I will take it as as a flag that uh, should be like uh, this idea should be distributed, should be uh, informed. Like all people should be informed about it. Quite sure that these young people also will take this brilliant idea with girls. No, thank you so much. Absolutely. And remember, everyone, that um, you can also see these videos and past videos that we've done on YouTube. You can also go to Facebook as well. Oh, yes, our Facebook, to... yes. Yes. That's true, and, um, that's true. Yes, yes. So we're in every, in about every um, platform that you can think of uh, as far as social media, we're there. So you can always track back and view and, and bring others along to view with you as well. And don't remember, you can always be a guest. <laughs> Thank you for doing great job. Uh, yesterday, just I published a big screenshot for our preparation yesterday. Some people started to ask about, uh, about this. What is this? What are you doing, guys? Why are you in a meeting? So I grabbed the opportunity to say uh, that this is what education can do. Imagine that uh, I am talking with someone in Ukraine and in Russia, 
Russia. And now I'm talking with someone in the uh, United States of America and in Germany, which is Ethiopian, yeah. and in Egypt. Imagine this is a very big society, and we're having this uh, friendly and beautiful conversation and beneficial, of course, uh, conversation. This is what education can do. This is what a great society can do. Uh, like in spite of our races, uh, of our colors, of our religions, of our uh, nationalities, uh, only you ask about nationalities to, to locate us, nothing more. And ladies, and we have men, and this is, this is actually great. So I grabbed the opportunity to, 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 uh, to speak about, uh, about education, what education can do, and what education can, uh, and that education can create this, uh, opportunities and can make our societies active and creative like this. So guys, you are doing great. Keep it up. And uh, actually, I'm so grateful for, uh, for, for these chances. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you so much, uh, everyone. In just uh, next uh, Saturday, uh, we are organizing um, roundtable uh, discussion, uh, the role of the mass media in the creative society. So. If you maybe have friends or colleagues who are uh, involved in this uh, field, journalists or, I don't know, mass media communicators or someone you would like to invite. Uh, so there is uh, a whole week to do it. And uh, please, everyone is welcome. Yeah. So thank you so much for everyone. And then keep in touch. And then uh, see you guys later. And um, Thank you otherwise for being with us today. Yes, thanks everyone. You know, as always, it's fun and it's educational. I love traveling the world. I love meeting people. This is so beautiful. You know, it is truly always an education and such a good feeling to be able to be everywhere at once. <laughs> there are more people invited if you got the opportunity to come to Sudan. Welcome all of you with your friends and your families even. Welcome anytime. Yes. Thank you. Welcome to Ukraine. The yes. last quote, nothing can unite except humanity. Yep. We, we create our own environment. We do. We create it. We decide what we want it to be. And our hearts and minds are all united in what we want it to be. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yes, so, and uh, everyone basically can, uh, as, as we mentioned, participate uh, uh, in the upcoming to the bridges uh, and uh, go to um, Facebook, um, as uh, Leslie said, because unfortunately nowadays uh, uh, the Facebook I use just, you know, to make selfie, this is my food uh, and see how many likes I had uh, after this uh, photo. So basically we can use uh, Facebook also in the uh, progressive way <laughs> and spread a uh, very important thing actually, not uh, the food we are eating because the next step, uh, you know, basically will be degradation. So we can use uh, Facebook as a means to help us to unite and to, uh, to, to come to this creative society. Hey, one more thing before we leave. Since I have uh, Sudan, Ethiopia, and Egypt, 
All right. Um, I count in numbers when I teach my class. And um, so I'm going to count in Arabic, and I'm also going to count in Swahili. And tell me what you think. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> All right, here we go. Swifa, Waha, Ipnani. also ask our guests. Yes. Um, sorry, if, uh, it's it's my internet. Uh, I also wanted to ask our guests uh, to tell in their uh, language how to say it. I support creative society. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes, how do you say it? How do you say so, I support creative society in your language? Anna stands for me. Beautiful. Anna, me, Adam, I support Mutama Society Al Mubda, creative. Anna, Adam, Al Mutama Al Mubda. Ah. Is that Swahili? 